Did that motherfucker just call me a twat? Oh, he did. <laughs> Welcome back to Twat Did You Say? I am so excited for this episode. Me too. And if you guys have listened to our previous episodes, thank you for that. Yes, and welcome back. Yes, welcome. We have some weird and fucked up shit to tell you tonight. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so... And I've been drinking, so saddle up. Yeah, and that doesn't happen every time. <laughs> so this is makes it this is makes it special. Right. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yeah, if you know what I'm if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> She's been drinking with me. Let's let's be real here. Yes. So <laughs> the vodka's flowing. It is. With so guys, there's this new Canada dry ginger ale. Bold. Called bold ginger ale. And if you like Gosling's ginger beer to make your Moscow mules, this is actually very similar. And cheaper. Yeah, and cheaper. You get a whole big thing of it. And And Katie doesn't normally like ginger ale, but she's down with the bold ginger ale. I'm on like my 50th ginger, bold ginger ale and like whatever amazing Irish vodka she got. No, it's called Boru. This shit's Shout fucking... Shout out to them. Yeah, seriously. Hey, Ireland, because this shit's dope. Right. So if we have any Irish listeners out there... Slancha. Slancha. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, so tonight we are going to talk about some fun shit, but I apologize if you hear doors slamming in the background, because that's my house. Right. It's not the ghosts in my house. I wish it was, but it's the children. Yeah. Tonight we are going to talk about his history, which is my love, and perversions, which, which is, is her other love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love me some perverts, which is so not true. But um, how is it though? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I found this article and these stories, I'm like, what the fuck? So I hope you're going to what the fuck with me because this is fucking awesome. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Before we start, I found this article. And so this is a UK uh, website. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if this has reached the US yet. Well, twat does it say? I'll tell you twat it says. (laughs) (laughs) Please do. Okay, so this is a dating trend, I guess, called whelming. And it's kind of like entrapment. Oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone loves that. If you get what I'm saying there, if you can feel what I'm putting down. So whelming is basically when someone tells a current match how overwhelmed they are by all the attention they're getting by other people. Which is bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, people fall for it. So, it says, now, what exactly um, is the likelihood of being the subject of overwhelming? <laughs> not overwhelming. Overwhelming. Not overwhelming. Not 
Whelming. Whelming. You know, it naturally comes because whelming is not an actual word. You're right. Anyway, but it could. So if you guys have a dating website, like Match, or like Match or eHarmony or something. eHarmony. What's the one where they swipe left or swipe right? Tinder. Tinder. Any of that shit. Plenty of fish. Rate um, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> it could. So it could just be a slow reply that results in. Sorry, I'm talking to so many people I can't track my response. Sorry, I'm an online whore. And if you get that in your mailbox, you just fucking delete those people because it's a trick. This is trickery at its finest. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps they get confused or bring up a topic that they definitely haven't mentioned to you only to come back with, oh, sorry, that must have been when I was talking to someone else. Oh, fuck that. Right. That is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And now you're probably wondering why anyone would come across such a narcissist. Because they're everywhere. Yeah, that's true. I come across them all the time. But this is, I mean, in some cases, this could be real. They they could be a real narcissist. But by giving off the impression that they're inundated with numerous matches, and therefore they are so desirable that you aren't priority to them, and they... In the back of their mind, they're thinking by doing this, they're hoping that you'll try harder or want them more. You know, you'll try harder to get their affection. So more games. It's all games. Fuck that. I ain't got time for that shit. No, I know, but relationships are games. It doesn't matter how long you've been married, how long you've been dating. They're all fucking games. So, like, for a while... I was like, I'd be insecure because all these fucking bitches were like all up on my husband. And I was like, fuck you, I'm going to kick your ass. And he's like, insecurity is like so unattractive. Did he say it just like that? Yeah. (laughs) Because I cannot picture Danny talking like that. He didn't really talk that way. Because that's a huge turn off (laughs) right there. That's whelming. That is very, you're being so whelming right now. I can't, I can't I need you to stop. But, um, (laughs) so... Basically, he told me insecurity is, like, the most unattractive thing and confidence is the more attractive thing. Okay. So, once I started, you know, he would say something that he knew was going to, like, trigger my insecurity. Well, that's fucked up. But, well, I know, but that's what happens <laughs> right. in relationships. Right. He would say that's something, true. but I wouldn't respond in my normal way. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, okay. Is she pretty? Or something, you know what right. I mean? Like would anything. Fucker? Right. You gonna fuck her? You gonna invite me? You know? Right. <laughs> but then, so I really took that to heart. And he, anything that happened in our relationship, I would just show, like, a ton of confidence. And it really did work. It, like, fucked with his brain. It was, like, totally the opposite thing. Like, and why isn't like, she getting You don't jealous? love me anymore. You don't want to <laughs> hang out with me. Like, you never want to spend time with me. And I'm like, right. I live with you. Of course I want to spend time with you. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. But... So that is one tip to you guys out there. Whatever relationship you're in, either side, don't seem needy. Don't seem scared of like, or not scared, but don't seem jealous. On the flip side, though, if I, so I've been single for a couple years now. And if I'm, you know, as I'm wading through like the dating pool, if some dude was like, oh, sorry, I thought I was talking to you about that. I was talking to 
fucking whoever. Someone else. Right. I'd be like, dude, you're fucking cut. Like, exactly. Get so the at fuck that point, away from me because that's. They're probably playing games with you at that point. Though. Right. And see, and that's where my game comment came from because I ain't got time for that bullshit. If you, if, you know, if you're just going to sit there and fuck around, go get away from me. I ain't got time for you. And exactly. But you know, a lot of people, it is a mind game. So they don't even realize their mind is being fucked with. Right, you know, and so those like, people huh, are so many stupid. people want this guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> those bitches are dumb. But this is just fair warning because, you know, he there he or she is making you right. feel like there's all these people that want me. What are you gonna do for me? You know, right. but you should, you should not have, have to, to work at that. No, right. you should have to work at that. But they're probably they probably have no one doing that they don't have a million messages like they're trying to which put is off. their insecurity and making it making you insecure because they're insecure which is even worse right so that is pure narcissism it is but it's also a game just like dating and marriage and all that shit honestly you have to keep the fire burning by keeping them on the edge of their seat like please don't ever leave me but there has to be a fire to begin with well that's true too yeah for sure you're not going to start and this fire is dating. by pretending. This is before you even meet them. Hot shit, yeah. Right, but like once it gets into like serious relationship and marriage, like you have to keep it interesting. You just have to, or else, you know, it things can get boring. And if you're Absolutely. young, you know, if you're young, you got to be really careful about that. Because believe me, I've been to the bar many times. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> So, my husband and I, I've told you guys, have been together for, like, ever. And there's been multiple times that um, we've been out together, and this, like, girls will flat out hit on him while I'm, like, with him. Like, sitting right next to him, or I'm holding his hand. So, the first time, it got crazy. We were at Buffalo Wild Wing. I was just talking about this at work. It was really fun. (laughs) <laughs> so we were at Buffalo Wild Wing, and we were watching the Redskins game. It was when RG3 first started, mm-hmm. and we made it to the final. So it was, our, um, it was our first game. Like in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And we did, however, lose that game, but that is not what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was very True disappointing. Redskins fashion. But we did, we did lose that game. So anyway, we're at Buffalo Wild Wing. Me and Danny, my husband... Are sitting next to each other. He has his hand on my thigh. Okay? Mm-hmm. This bitch. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> she comes up. She sits on his lap. Wraps her arms around his neck. Hell no. And I instantly lunge forward to push her on the floor off of him. <laughs> I was like... And I'm not like... I'm really not like a physical person. I don't fight no, people. No, you're not. But... <laughs> I pay to see this. Oh, my God. So (laughs) I instantly, and he knows, like, he's his brain is connected with mine. I lunge forward to push her, and he puts his hand on my chest so I can't reach her. Oh. And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And he, like, got her off of him, and he's like, I just don't want you to get hurt. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. All right, but you're allowed this bitch to break die. your fist on someone's face <laughs> right. outside of backyard, but I can't push this bitch off of you. Right. Because you don't want me to get hurt. 
He says oh you're going to be the one that gets hurt. Right. I If you were as pissed as I was, it probably wasn't going to be me. Right. The bitch is probably going to die. Dude, I was so pissed. So I, like, sat up to shove her off of him, and then um, he, like, got her off, and she saw how mad I was, and she's like, oh, yeah, what's wrong with her? Well, what's wrong with me is you're sitting on my fucking husband's lap. Right. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? So, um, I don't know how it got into this. This is, has, you know, to do with... I don't know, but I love this, this, this fucking turn guess, that it took. <laughs> it took a turn. So, because, guys, I'm not a confrontational person. Not at In all. any way. But when it comes to my husband, you better watch the fuck out. <laughs> so, another time, we were... Uh, this one time, let me think. This one so. time at band camp. This one time at band camp. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. We were at backyard this one time. This girl was running at me with her elbow up in the air, what like the trying fuck? to elbow me. Who does yeah, that? It was nuts. That was Black. another time. Um, there was bitches are just crazy. You guys are crazy. I mean, I'm one of them, but I would never like. Sit I am on too. A married but... man's what the hell? Oh, so here's another Who good one. Does that? So we were at this party. It was at an apartment, so it was very small, right? Right. So, it was at my brother-in-law and sister-in-law's house. Mm-hmm. It was my brother-in-law's birthday. It was Blake's birthday. Okay. So, they're, at the time, they had an apartment, and their kitchen was so small. So, it was like, there's a sink here, and, like, the cabinets were here. So, it was like a galley. Real, yeah. Real little. So, Danny, my husband, is leaning up against the sink, like, with his hands on the sink. Mm-hmm. And Jamie and Blake were on either side talking to him. So, I see this bitch looking at him, and I'm like... I don't know. I'm just going to, like, start walking like, over there her. to, like, check it out. Because her man was, like, on the couch. He was... And wait. So she's doing this he's in there. front of right. whoever she's with. He's there. Yeah. So I man. see... I'm watching her. And I'm like, I'm just going to go over to the kitchen just to make sure nothing happens. So she, like, locks eyes on Danny. Before you know it, she fucking jumps on him, wraps her arms around his neck, wraps her legs around his waist, and she's, like, straddling him. And I went up to her, and since she's on him, he can't, like, stop me, and his brothers didn't stop me either. I grabbed her by the waist, and I pulled her off of him, and I turned around, and I said, no! <laughs> like, like you're training a dog. <laughs> yeah. I pulled her off. I turned and looked at her. I put my finger in her face and I said, no. <laughs> and, You're um, so hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like an instinct of mine. Because no. you don't fucking do that. So you just wag your finger in her face? Like, don't do that I didn't even wag it. I just fucking <laughs> pointed dead straight. I said, no. And then she, like, her and her boyfriend left. I and... wouldn't have even had words. I just would have fucking, like, oh, slammed dude. her face into the counter. Your vagina is on top of my husband's penis, even though you guys are wearing clothes. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? No, I know. I just find it funny that you're like, no. Yeah, I said no. <laughs> I was a mom by that point, so I was like, no. But, so then the next day I'm at work, and a couple of the girls I work with, like, knew this chick, apparently. And they're like, Mandy, what did you do? She, like, came to this party and she was crying and saying you were, like, assaulting her. I'd be and like, I no, said, I would have assaulted her. Yeah. I said, <laughs> believe me, if I assaulted her, you would know. There would be marks to show. I just pulled her off of him and I said no. You know? Um, so, and again. what the fuck? What did you do to her? Yeah, like she what? came to this party and she started crying and said she that you were like being like, so mean to air her. Air fuck stuff. my husband, so yeah, and her boyfriend was right there. So guys, Gross. I never get that way. But when it comes to my husband, 
like it, even if he wasn't my husband, even if he was my Still, boyfriend, and it was known that we were there together. Everybody and then on the you planet do that knows shit. That you're, like, like that shit pisses me off so much. But I will say, my husband's the same way because there was this one time we were out, and this guy was talking to me, and then it. My husband was like, aren't you going to introduce me to your friend? I'm like, I don't know this dude. I was just saying hi. Like, he's talking to me about tennis. Like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Because <laughs> everyone knows about He kept tennis. talking about tennis. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but Danny's like, you know, who's this dude? Who's this dude? And I'm like, I don't know. He's just talking about tennis. Like, it's fine. Well, fast forward like two hours. Like, this two guy is hours. rolling around the parking lot. <laughs> he rolled under someone's limo. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> but he, the point is, Danny and his friends are like, Stop talking to her. Just stop. And he would not stop. And then it got creepy and he wouldn't leave me alone. And so he's the same, even though he's like, I'm trying to protect you. You shouldn't do right. that. You know? And like after the second blink in your direction, he has a broken hand. So. Yes. There's many, many and more. dudes in the hospital. There's many, many more. And I just find it so disrespectful. Like we were leaving hard times in Manassas one time. Mm-hmm. We were holding hands and we're just walking out and... Someone grabbed his other hand while we were walking and like pulled him back. And I went, whoosh, and I like, like karate chopped, I karate chopped <laughs> her hand off of his because I was like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? So I never get crazy like that. I'm literally I'm just gonna, like walk up and like put my arms around her. <laughs> well, that's watch you, I can't do that to watch you. You'd be like, what's you're happening stranger. right now? It depends on how far it goes, but you better watch out. No, I mean, I don't. I'm pretty, man. pretty crazy. I just want to do it just to see what you do. <laughs> I wouldn't do it to you, but like literally we're walking out and he gets yanked back because this girl catches his other hand while we're walking and pulls him back. And I said, he's with me. Boom. And I like karate chopped her <laughs> hand off of his and I was like, fuck you. And that's happened a few times, oh but that's because God. we've been together so long. But even still, where do the, but that is a good sign. Find these bitches. I don't know. Because when it happens to me... I'd be in jail. Th- I will say, God. thank God, he's not with me most times when this happens to me. Because I don't do much but pull you off of him, karate chop your hand, point at you. <laughs> point at you and tell Give you, you the know. angry finger or the angry <laughs> fist. But... The finger of he disappointment. Will, like, if you do that to me while he's with me, it would be... You're gonna die. It would be really, right. really terrible. So no matter what he says... Anyway, this has gone on way too long. I don't know how it got to that. But the point is, it was that great, does though. keep things interesting, though. <laughs> For sure. You know? Like, he's like, oh, shit. These people are interested in her. Like, fuck. I need to work harder. And I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch's problem? And I'm like, he's my man. He's so like, I gotta calm make down, him. Or I'm gonna shake my finger at you. <laughs> <laughs> I will shake my finger in your and face. And I will tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> so, the moral to the story. <laughs> Oh, I thought we were past Other that. than whelming. So whelming is bullshit. If someone says that shit to you like, oh my God, I forgot I was talking to you because I have so many other people, then just ditch them. But once you are in a committed relationship, if they don't say be that boring. shit to you, still ditch them because there shouldn't be other people. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, there should never be any other people for sure right. once you're in a relationship. But Otherwise, you just wag your finger at them and... Karate chop them and tell them no. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not saying it won't happen again in the future, because it might. But, but just you not to have me. to keep it. No, it might happen to me. I might fucking. You never know. She might hug me back. But you have to keep the, the spark. You have to keep it. That Absolutely. is such a huge part of it. And since we have both 
on either side of my relationship had this issue. It's kept the spark, but then you go home and you have the fucking craziest sex ever, and it's amazing. That's what happens with two beautiful people. Well, we do look very similar. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was saying. But we I do. met you and your husband. You yes, I know. No, I'm saying me and Danny. But you don't look similar. People ask us if we're siblings all the time, well, and we're like, no. That's... We just are soulmates. <laughs> we're just fuck buddies. We're we just children, but we're not fuck siblings. Fuck buddies who are married and have children. Who also looks very similar. We've had people ask us That's if creepy. we were from West Virginia, and I didn't I get can't. the joke. I didn't get it. Oh. And I'm like, they should have oh asked my God, from he is. <laughs> well, they said West Virginia, and I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. He is, <laughs> because he's from Shenandoah. And, uh, from what? Shenandoah. That's it's, a place? Yeah. It's oh. like off Route 9 when you're heading towards Charlestown. Oh. So his dad still lives there. So, But I said that not knowing <laughs> what they meant not getting the joke they were they were talking about incest yeah no, clearly yes and we are definitely not incest okay we just incest look very is, similar incest is not okay incest is not okay it's not a noun either it's a verb <laughs> I don't know what you're going with there but we are not <laughs> we are we're not, not incesting incest. we are not partaking in incest is that better <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be right back. Katie has something fun to talk about. Oh, God. Gather all around me, little chickeny boy. Don't you hear that scary? Can't you hear that scary Don't you never let him get you from your mammy's door Cause mammy loves you so Can't you run and don't look back until you get to Pappy Shack The boogeyman is here Alright, so now after my rambling about relationships which i really am no like expert on relationships because you've had like two yeah i've had two literally my entire life and uh the last one's been for the 17 years so i'm not up to date on what the new kids are doing in the dating world which i was trying to update you on whelming and then i just got off on this tangent so anyway what we're actually talking about tonight is, are Katie. Is, um, Mozart is. liking his ass licked. Yeah, so Katie pulled up <laughs> what she's talking about tonight, and I all I see is her browser history, and it said <laughs> Mozart liked getting his salad, salad tossed <laughs> in parentheses. So this is what we're talking about tonight. Hope you enjoy it. So <laughs> I don't know. This is um, <laughs> this is uh. This is an article that I found on the website History Collection. I don't know if it's true, how much of it is true. I'm sure parts of it are true. I don't know. I don't fucking care. Let me ask you something. Um, okay. It says Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, 1756 to 1791. Uh-huh. Is that his life? Yeah. What? So he was in his 30s when he died? He was. Oh my god, see those gray fucking wigs. Yeah. Make you think they're so much older. That's, those were, the gray wigs were aristocracy. So he was what? He was like our age. He was 35? In his 30s, yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. he was 35 when he died. Yeah. So this, um, 
<laughs> this article I found is <laughs> from History Collection. It was written by some dude. And um, it's called Wild Kinks and Perversions of 20 Influential Historical Figures. Now, I don't know about y'all, but that is a gripping fucking headline if I've ever heard it. Agreed. So, I'm not going to go through all of them, but some of them had me giggling because I was like, holy shit, I'm going to read some of these this week. So, um, the first one is called Mozart, like, getting his salad tossed. In fact, so we all know Mozart as being this brilliant fucking composer, And he lived, like Mandy said, from 1756 to 1791. Um, And he actually started composing uh, before royalty uh, by the age of five. Um, He died at the age of 35. um, And he was uh, history's most prolific and influential composers. Um, Yeah, I don't think there's anyone you could talk to that would be like, no, I've never heard of Mozart. Right. Kind of like Beethoven or, you know, any of those. Or like Twinkle D. (laughs) You know, Twiddle D, Twiddle Dom. Like everyone's heard of Twinkle D, the composer. It's the same. (laughs) You know, sure. So so anyways, um, what people don't know is he wrote a song called Lech mich im Arsch. Which means Lech mich im Arsch. I already know what it means. It means lick me in the ass. Yeah, it sounds like lick me in the arse. Like yeah, an Irish yeah. thing. Yeah. It, I he believe did he's not. Austrian. He did not have a song called that. Uh, there's a video. Shut the you fuck You can listen up. to his song, Lick Me in the Ass, nice and clean. But is there a song? It Well, I like mean, a, a Like composer. words to it, too? I, I don't know. I didn't listen to it. So, oh. I mean, I, I kind of want to, but. All right. Well, we might. So, anyway, Lick Me in the and, Ass. And, um. It was a party piece for friends. That's right. And, but, you know, it continues on in that vein. And apparently his publisher was scandalized by the lyrics, but he liked the music. So he tinkered and basically rewrote the song and changed the song's theme and refrained from the inappropriate sentiments to Let Us Be Glad. Um, He also composed a song called... Let Us Be Glad. Stupid. Let Us. It's like, no, I want my ass licked, Lick me in the ass. Right. Toss my fucking salad. So um, apparently he also composed a song called Bonanox, which included some other lyrics not suited for proper company. Well, so, let me just say, my Please thoughts, don't tell me that your husband licks your ass, because I I'm don't not, have it right now. I am done talking about my husband, I promise. <laughs> my, what I'm saying is my respect for Mozart. Mine just went through the roof. Dude, is so much higher, <laughs> and my respect for his publisher has, like, declined. Right. Fuck you, dude. He's famous. I'm picturing this guy now who's our age. Yeah. How did he die? Do we know? I don't remember. We're going to look that up, and I'm going to tell you in a little bit here. Yeah. Because he was so fucking young. Yeah. And brilliant. the fact that back in the 1700s, this 30-something, he was probably 20 when he wrote that song, wrote a song called Lick Me in the Ass. Right. I love Mozart He's now. like, I'm fucking kinky. He's Lick the my coolest asshole. dude, though. That's, right? like, so fucking cool because he's... you. When I think of classical music, I'm like, snows fast. I'm gonna go to bed. Oh, see, I like classical music. No, see, not me. It would put me to sleep. Oh. It's not that I don't like it, but there's no way it's on any of my playlists on my phone. All right. Fair enough. 
Well, I'm glad you like licked me in the ass because I just feel like I realize he's a real person, not just right. Like a it makes him yeah. That's You're true. like a real dude, like our age. It makes him like like a human, right? Yeah, I, I really it. really like him more now, right? And I will maybe start listening his, to. He doesn't have a stick up his ass now. He has a tongue in his ass, right? So, so everyone needs to download um, "Let Us Be Glad." Ass. Well, they changed it to "Let Us Be Glad." No, that was a different song. Oh. You can actually download, and there's a... You know, no, it says he tinkered and basically rewrote the lyrics and changed the song but if to you go on YouTube, sentiments. If you go on YouTube, you can look up... Lick Me in the Ass. Lick Me in the Ass Nice and Clean by, by Mozart. Mozart, and it will pull up... Oh, my God. The song, yeah. Mozart, you're the fucking man. I know. We gotta get the Ouija board out and Rest try and contact peace, him. motherfucker. I love you. Okay, so I'm glad you like that one, because some of the other ones are not so awesome. Okay. Um, so I'm sure everybody has heard that Gandhi was a fucking pervert. Uh, um, I didn't. Everybody actually. knows that he starved himself for his cause. And yeah, whatever. that I knew about. Well, did you also know that he liked to sleep naked in bed with little girls? No. Um, so. The fuck Mahatma? Right. So apparently the story was that he did so to test his willpower. Uh, mm. And strengthen his resistance to the temptations of the flesh. Of little girls, you sick freak. Right. What so you're going to sleep naked next to little girls uh. to make sure <laughs> oh. that you can't fuck them? Uh, fuck you. Yeah. This reminds me of what we've talked about before. That fucking show we watched. Yeah. Abducted in plain sight. Yeah. Who first of all willpower and strength and fuck you fuck you first of all for being a little kid and I'm glad you starved yeah eat shit oh my god and I'm glad you're dead right so, so this says that. as one that's of the, so terrible I know. I'm such an awful person no it's for whatever no if you're if you're fucking pedophile and you're sleeping naked next to little right girl, I fuck have you. little girls so right. Later on, when people started asking questions about the physical contact with women, the idea of experiments was developed. In the early days, there was no question of calling it an experiment. Well, y'all were just as fucking stupid. <laughs> in a nutshell. Right. In a nutshell, <laughs> y'all can go fuck yourselves, too. God. So this God. one was no... Oh, no. Because... I saw the picture. I don't want to be anything bad. Okay, so this was not news to me because I knew that Benjamin Franklin was a fucking freak. This is Thomas Jefferson. No. Oh, it is Thomas Jefferson. Sorry, there is one about Ben Franklin. Spoiler alert. Oh, I want to see that one. Okay. You knew Ben Franklin was a freak? Yeah, I did. Okay. See, part of me loves this because it makes them real people to me. They are real they're people, They're not like, yeah. oh, they're founding fathers. They were like gods. They were this. Right. They were real fucking people. Yeah, so sorry. Like this one's Thomas Jefferson first. TJ. TJ. All right, so <laughs> Thomas Jefferson usually gets credit for being the founding father's main enlightenment figure. And Ben Franklin, Ben Franklin probably has him trumped. Franklin. Oh, this is oh, about this is Franklin. Franklin. The picture looked like Franklin. It's like him. Look at you throwing me off and shit. Okay. I just, no, I just saw Thomas Jefferson's first words. Okay. okay. So Franklin has him trumped. Right. So Franklin, of course, is an accomplished writer, publisher, printer, postmaster, politician, political theorist, diplomat, statesman, and scientist. I only know what like two of those are. Oh. Read it's fine. Me. We'll talk I'm just about kidding. it later. So he also 
uh, and it was an inventor who came up with, of course, the lightning rod, bifocals, and the Franklin stove. He also put a key on a flag, apparently. And That's flew a, in myth. a lightning sword. That is a myth. He came up with the lightning rod. Okay. But to but top because it all of off, a key. Right. <laughs> which is a fucking lie. Nana's because of a key. Keep going. Oh Keep my going. God. So, anyways. Um, his face. So, apparently, in France, he was a fucking babe magnet. Shut up. Legit. So, here's the thing with Benjamin Franklin, is you only see the pictures of him when he's, like, half bald on top and Mm -hmm. has the long hair and the little bifocals. Yeah. There's no pictures of him when he was younger. Uh, Well, yeah. Uh, You can find some, but not many, because... You can find some? Yeah, but, I mean, when he was younger, he was not as accomplished. But was he a babe magnet? Did you see the pictures? Probably not. The man is horrid looking. (laughs) He's fucking haggard. Well, as as an older adult? I mean, he's kind of (laughs) gross. Okay. Okay, so, um, he stormed French society and said it's ladies' heart flutter. Well, French so women are been... fucking disgusting anyways. He... Let me start out <laughs> oh my with God, that. if any of you are French, I apologize so much. Okay, let me go back. <laughs> French French in like the 1600s. French in the 1700s. 1700s were fucking gross. And I only say that because <laughs> oh my God. France was gross. <laughs> <laughs> and I only say that because I read history books. Yeah, she's more versed on this than I'm, I am. I'm a history fucking freak show. But, <laughs> anywho... Um, he was, let me just read, (laughs) he was considered an all-out libertine by the state standards of the founding fathers. Franklin was particularly fond of older women, and in a letter to a young man, he advised him to opt for an older woman, an older woman, if he was inclined to engage in adultery. Included in his reasons were, when women cease to be handsome, they study to be good, they are more discreet, and lastly, they are so grateful. Go fuck yourself, Ben Franklin. Well, you know what, though? They're going to try harder because they're not pretty anymore? No, I, no, I get that's fuck, fucked up. you're not pretty, ever. I, I get that's <laughs> fucked up. Fat fuck. But what, what I take away from this is, on contrary to Mahatma, I appreciate that it's an older lady, not a not child. Not a child, yes. yeah. So, yes, if you're going to do that, please go for an older woman. However. Because she probably appreciates too, and she's probably, like, committing adultery, too, because she's an older lady. She's probably married. Okay. In fun, those times. Here's a fun thought. Ben Franklin was old as shit. How old are these women? He's like, go for an older lady. Yeah, they're probably, like, Are they, like, 19. ratchet and haggard? <laughs> no, they're probably, like, 19. Probably. <laughs> go for an older woman. An older um, woman. Are you they, robbing they graves married to at fuck like these 12. people? Because oh, you're already 130, so... <laughs> No, but um, another uh, lesser known fact, and this is not in the article. This is just a fun fact that I know about Ben Franklin. Okay. Um, There were a lot of rumors that he was actually a double agent. No. Yeah. Interesting. Just fun. He spent so much time in France and abroad um, as a diplomat for the United States that there were rumblings. Did he know how to speak French? Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's curious. Yeah. Just a little tidbit. Maybe uh, that's why he... No, never mind. No, say it. No. Yeah, no. come on, man. Well, I was just... Welcome to the 20. I, <laughs> I was just riding on your coattails, and I was going to say, maybe that's why he was so ugly. But 
French people are not ugly, so I didn't no, say they're it, not but you ugly. forced me to I say it. I said in the 1700s they were gross. There's they were a difference. <laughs> Hygiene-wise, we're talking hygiene. Totally. Not that you're... Not that they were ugly. They were hygienically fucking disgusting. France and will rise again. And, and it that's did. not to say that Americans were any better. I'm just saying. They're, Look, you know what? In historically, the there are many documents and Ugh. there's a lot of uh, documentaries that can prove how fucking disgusting it was. There are a lot I of guarantee you. diaries and texts and all sorts of Here's shit. Here's a fun thought. If you jumped in a time machine right now, right? Mm-hmm. And because we are in Civil War country as it is, mm-hmm. but there was also Revolutionary War shit around this area too. Spanish American. If yeah. we jumped in a time machine right now mm-hmm. and visited someone's village, I oh, guarantee God. you the smell would knock us over. Oh my God, we died of dysentery. Guarantee you. Oregon Trail, fuck us. Guaranteed. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure everyone before like. Mm, 1890 was stinky and gross. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure everyone and they still before made babies, so we have was to be fucking gross. Yeah, we have to be so thankful for them to having sex with disgustingly smelly people. People that only bathed once a month, right. and that's so that's disgusting. if you're like, that's if you're middle class. Oh my god! So and they still procreated so that we may be here today. So we owe them our, our thanks. thanks. God bless everyone. Yeah. Okay. I really wish I had a time machine right now. So, me too. But I'd go back to, like, the Tudor period. You know, off with this. So, anyway. Yes, but that's a much more dangerous time. It is. But we it's... could be killed instantly. I'd probably have sex with the king. And the, if he looked like the king in the Tudors. And, oh, like Jonathan Reese myers Yeah. Because apparently he was so fat that he had a machine that, like, lowered him down on top of his ladies. He didn't look anything. Like oh, honey, I will do an entire episode on the Tudors. Don't you wait. Ooh. Don't you wait. I watched the Tudors myself, and I was not happy with the final season. Because saw... he was like this young guy, and each episode, he was like 10 years older, and I was like, what is happening? They're if ending the show. If you saw my bookshelf in my room, you'd be like, is there anything you don't know about the Tudor dynasty? <laughs> or, or, I, or I only Great watch Britain, the show. Great Britain in general, because that's kind of my, that's like my dream. I only watched the show, but okay, it was good. So on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So th- this one <laughs> made me fucking giggle. Who is James Joyce? He's an author okay. of Ulysses and Finnegan's Wake, and he loves farts. Wait, James Joyce could not get enough farts. <laughs> this <laughs> one. You, are they talking about Ulysses S. Grant? Can I just read it? Well, it just says Ulysses. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I don't either. I just love... <laughs> I just love I like this the title. fucking story. <laughs> James Joyce, author of Ulysses and Finnegan's Wake, combined complexity with explicit content that shocked contemporaries and led to landmark legal decisions on obscenity. He was also a total pervert who had Ew. a thing for farts. He loved them to distraction and could not get enough of them. Whether dishing them out or preferably on people's faces or receiving them farts made Joyce's day being a writer he had to dive into farts and there's an entire collection of Joyce letters in which he writes passionately about farts and farting what the hell what what year is this hold on I don't even fucking know in one such letter he wrote it's a wonder it is wonderful to fuck a farting woman when every fuck drives one out of her I think I would know Nora's fart anywhere. It's probably Queef. I, it's probably Queef, not a fart. Probably, but he fucking loves it. 
I think I could pick hers out in a room full of farting women. What the hell? It is a rather girlish noise, not like the wet, windy fart, which I, re- I imagine fat wives have. It is sudden and dry and dirty, like what a bold girl would let off in a fun in school dormitory at night. <laughs> I hope Nora will let off no end of her farts in my face so that I may know their smell also. Can we say pink eye just for a second? Yeah. What <laughs> is happening right now? I don't know, but... He's saying she has, like, cute farts, not like the farts of a fat lady. And his fetish is... Fat wife? Please, Nora, please keep farting in my fucking Fart face. Fart in my face. Uh, if he says, though, he says... Um, oh, I know. Every fuck drives one out of her. That's probably, probably a, queef. a queef. You're just pushing the air out of her vajayjay from whatever you did before you actually put it in. Right. That's what's happening there. Either that, or he fed her a bunch of beans and fucked the gas right no, out of her. No, but he's saying they smell amazing. He likes the smell of her farts. I mean, He's gross. like, it's not wet and windy like other fat wives. But, <laughs> dry and dirty like what a bold girl would let off in, in a fun at a school drummer chart. Okay. I'm sorry. Again? I've had a farting contest before, and what? it's hilarious. Oh, please, come on. I, can you fart on command? No. Okay, but if I have I a cannot. lot of gas... I'll fucking kill you. So, Whoa. You, well, Danny will give you a run for your money. I'm telling you. Well, then we'll have a contest. But here's what However, but when he says something, uh, it is rather girlish noise, not like the wet, windy fart, which I imagine fat wives have. Yeah, well. Fuck you. What are your exactly. farts like? <laughs> you just imagine that. But here's where I, what caught my attention uh-huh. is when he says, it is sudden, dry, and dirty, what like what a bold girl would let off in a fun in a fun dormitory. school dormitory at night. So again, he thinks that girls are like no young girls. They're all talking about young girls, which is disgusting, right? So and is that what oh he thinks? Girls Our do? founding fathers were into minors. Well, this guy's not a founding father, but I get your yeah, I catch your drift. All these yeah, I people. get it. I catch your draft. I catch it. <laughs> I catch the waft of your fart. I catch your wind. In my face. Who's that sicko? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing he's a story. sicko. He's a sultan. I don't Sultan. Wait, go up. He go likes up. cow women. The he sultan, he liked cow-like women. Yeah, I'm not reading this one. I don't care. A 350-pound woman. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he likes. Look at this hot piece of ass. Who's that? I don't know. This is the Marquis de Sade. He spent most of his life locked up for perversion. So, apparently, the, Mar- the Marquis de Sade was a sadist says the French aristocrat became so notorious for his deviant sexual practices, perversions, and erotic writings, which combined pornography with philosophy and violent sexual fantasies, that his name gave rise to the term sadist and sadism. Really? That's where it came from? Yeah. Interesting. His sexual fantasies, uh, emphasis on violence, criminality, and blasphemy, and his real-life partaking of criminally violent sexual practices kept him behind bars in prisons and insane asylums for most of his adult life. He spent 32 years behind bars, including 10 in the Bastille. What is that? The French prison. Okay. Most of his writings were penned while he was incarcerated. In his early 20s, he did did short stints behind bars for mistreating prostitutes. In 1768, he held a beggar hostage in his home, flogging and pouring hot wax on her. In 1772, Desaad and a servant were arrested for sodomizing prostitutes after knocking them out with roofies. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
They escaped to Italy and were sentenced in absentia to death. Returning to France and laying low in a rural castle, he lured youngsters with offers of employment and then sexually and physically abused them. He eventually ended up locked in the Bastille, then in a mental asylum. Released in 1790 amidst the French Revolution's turmoil, he promptly got himself elected as a national convention representative. How the fuck did you, do, did you just turn shit around and do that? Right. What I'm a fuck? fucking monster, and here I am as Hear your national convention <laughs> rep. Oh my His God. final stint behind bars came in 1801 when Napoleon had him arrested for blasphemy and pornography and kept him lock- locked up for the rest of his life. Uh, excuse me, Marquis de Sade, you're a fucking monster. Right. And if Napoleon did anything right, that, that was, was it. one of them. Yeah. Right. Jesus. All right. So the next guy is Charlie Chaplin. We all know him Ooh. as like the silent film fucking king. Right. So he's a British actor, silent film era's most famous star. He's, everyone knows who he is. You can right. see a picture and you're like, holy shit, that's Charlie Chaplin. Right. So maybe not like the younger generation, but yeah. Well, then they need to get learned. <laughs> <laughs> you get schooled. You better fucking learn something today. So, um, aside from being a pioneer who revolutionized acting and visual comedy, he was also a fucking pervert. No, God, yes. don't tell me this about him. Mm. No, he's credited with inventing the casting couch, whereby powerful Hollywood men extracted explicit favors from aspiring actresses as a condition for getting them desirable roles. Can I say something? Can we say Harvey Weinstein? Can we say hashtag me too? I was going to say that. Fucking cheers, bitch. Cheers. Hashtag me Me too. too. Okay. So, Chaplin also liked him young, and that eventually derailed his career and got him deported back to Britain. He also had a pie fetish. Now, this is where what does that really mean? fucking weird. Like he loved eating them? So, after getting actresses to disrobe during auditions, Chaplin would grope them in exaggerated ways on the couch. Then, having worked himself up, <gasps> thus he would stand them naked against a wall and throw pies at them. What? Fucking weird, right? So he was like, Hashtag not me. On. <laughs> yeah. But... So he would get worked up, he and would, then to continue, he wouldn't have to sex keep his with them. dick hard. He would throw pies at them. <laughs> yeah, he got okay. off on throwing pies at them. What the? Fuck? So, so we all know J. Edgar Hoover was a f- fucking dirty bastard. No, himself. we don't all know that. I did not know. Girlfriend, that. where have you been? J. Edgar Hoover the, was a pervert. The yeah, the guy that started the FBI. Yeah, and he's a fucking dam is named after. He was gay, and he was a pervert. Okay, so, um. He even disliked Chaplin and his political leanings. In 1944, he had Chaplin prosecuted for violating the Man Man Act. For violating. For violating the Man Act, which prohibits the transportation of women across state lines for sexual purposes. Chaplin was acquitted, but his reputation was severely damaged. In 1952, while Chaplin was out of the country, his American re-entry visa was revoked. Rather than fighting it, Chaplin settled in Switzerland for the remainder of his life. Good fucking riddance, you fucking pervert. Oh my god, I had no idea about that or 
Jagger Hoover. Mm-hmm. And now here's this hot piece of ass. Who's this? <laughs> Who is this hottie? This is Hans Christian Andersen. Oh my god, Little I know mermaid, you, Hans. Ugly duckling. Yes, I know all about Hans Christian Andersen. Well, but he's fucking gross, In a too. childlike way. Right. God, well, get ready for that to be ruined. So depressing. So, the Danish author, Hans Christian Andersen, who wrote The Ugly Duckling and The Little Mermaid. Right. Famous for being a children's author. Yeah, uh, like he, fairy tales, right? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, fairy tales, absolutely. So he lived from 1805 to 1875. He wrote plays, poems, novels, travel books, autobiographies. But as we all know, his specialty his specialty was literary fairy tales. Right. His works in that genre, which include The Little Mermaid, The Ugly Duckling, they're most uh, they're among the most widely translated writings in the world and have been enjoyed by generations of children. Um. The pleasure he brought to millions of children is in stark contrast to Anderson's own childhood, which was miserable, marred by dire poverty, and a homeliness that made him an object of bullying and teasing. The Ugly Duckling was actually based on Anderson's childhood, which is really sad. Yeah, that is sad. However, actually, we just got fish today. You know those fish you saw? When yeah. Fish and there, we got four goldfish, but one of them was silver, not gold. And so I told Riley, said, I'm naming him Ducky. She said, why? I said, because he's the ugly duckling. Wow. So well, it still translates to this day. Like, this, uh, like, that's how famous it was. Saddle up. As an adult, Anderson was addicted to touching himself. Ew, And gross. when not doing that, he liked to talk with prostitutes and then run back home to masturbate. Ew, that's so gross. So here's the deal, though. He was celibate. But he was addicted. No, but if you're he still was addicted releasing... To- Right, so he was addicting. He was addicted. Thank you, vodka. So you're welcome. He was addicting. Addicted. Oh my shit. god. He was addicted. Addicted. He was addicted. He was a- I'm used to drinking vodka, so I can say it for you. He was, he was addicted, addicted to masturbating. He's masturbating. You know so why? So he would everywhere he went. He would read things or yeah. talk to prostitutes, and then he would rush home. And jack off. And that, not only th- that. I feel like that doesn't constitute a celibate. Not only that. He oh, no. would write in a diary very descriptive accounts. Okay. And so okay. if you're. Okay. So. Okay. Ew. So. <laughs> this is so gross. So gross. Okay. My dad got off. <laughs> so. <laughs> so he was. Stepdad. My stepdad got off. So, he kept meticulous records of his personal endeavors, air quotes, describing and listing them in a diary where a pair of plus signs were the, with sample descriptive entries reading, when they left, I had a double sensuous plus signs. In Paris, he liked to visit prostitutes and talk with them and rush back to his hotel to put even more plus signs in his diary. So, listen... I don't... Mommy issues. If you're saying you're celibate or whatever... But you have a fucking masturbatory issue. I know that just means, like, you're not having sex. But you're still getting off. You're still shooting your shit out. Right. And you're... You're You're a madman with these women. Mm -hmm. You're just not sticking your penis in them. Right. So you're with them to get you going, and then you go home and you do it yourself. You can't, like, say, like, oh, I'm a celibate, I'm a saint, I'm all the shit. Right. Like, no, you're... still you're, a fucking pervert. Yeah, you're a 
Ah. Like, I'm all for you, like, getting your fucking rocks off. Do you, dude? But don't say you're fucking celibate. No. Because you're not. Or, like, I'm, like, this holy person. I don't do that. Yeah. Well, just because you don't have sex. Right. You're still still, having sex with yourself. Right. And in your mind, you're having sex with those prostitutes. Absolutely. Right. Stupid. Okay. So... Lord Byron. Oh, no. Mm, he had a love child with his sister. G.O.T., baby. Oh, don't ruin that for That's, me. No, this is G.O.T. Just by, just like just by the, the Lannisters. I know, but Jesus. Well, they had children. Oh, shut up. Let's not talk about my beloved Game of Thrones. I love Game of Thrones, too, but they not had a love it. child. Stop it. I've watched it more recently than you, so it's still fresh in my brain. No, you have not. I did. Me and Danny watched it all in two months. Stop it. Okay, so anyways, Lord Byron. He is widely praised for his brilliant use of the English language. And apparently his English dick that he stuck in his sister. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) He was one of... Ow. He was one of the romantic movement's greatest icons and one of Britain's greatest poets. Why was he one of the romantic movement's biggest icons? Who gives a fuck? He gained... Was he sexy? Mm... Let's see his picture. N- no, he was not. If you ask me, he was flamboyant and probably gay. Mm. Yeah. He's wearing pearls for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, he's wearing... Das is true. Das is true. He's wearing a silk robe. And his blouse is... His blouse. His... Well, the fuck... The fact that he's wearing a fucking blouse is a problem. Yeah. He's okay. wearing, like, fucking... I don't know. He looks... It says flamboyant. So why well, was he, he into was, his sister, He then? was famous. I mean, he was literally infamous for his flamboyance and the notoriety of his romances with members of both okay, sexes. Okay, well, there we go. Deviant practices and allegations of incest. His most problematic affair was an incestuous one with his own sister. Hey, incest. Yeah, Incesting. Incesting. <laughs> he was incesting. We're not incesting, okay. He was incesting with his own sister, Augusta Lee. Augusta is a disgusting name. Yeah. He's I don't, not, because that's my middle name. <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't mean to, like, downplay. Augusta is disgusta. <laughs> it just sounds weird to me. It, Augusta sounds weird. like a mean. It's a Greek name. But yeah. name like a mean maid that, like. Is really mean it's like to you. beat your children or something. Right, exactly. Right. So Augusta pair, Lee, yes, amino pair. Mm-hmm. So Augusta Lee, whom Byron had seen little of during childhood, he made up for it by forming an extremely close relationship with her in adulthood. And we can all see where this is fucking going. Mm-hmm. In 1814, the poet fathered a daughter upon his sister, making Byron the unfortunate child's uncle as well as father. Ew. A sentimental... This is really fucked up. Okay. A sentimentalist, Byron liked to keep mementos of his lovers. In those days, most people kept locks of hair, you know, with a bow around it. That's so weird. He Of kept, their lovers? Yeah. So it wasn't uncommon to keep, like, a small lock of hair with, and then keep it together with, like, a little tiny bow. It sounds like a serial killer. Well... In that day, it was it wasn't uncommon. Okay, but instead of keeping like a lock of hair, he kept fucking pubes. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he Byron! Come on, snipped clumps of pubes from their crotches, and he kept them cataloged. Did he tie a bow around them? I I don't even care. 
He kept clumps of pubes because, you know, they didn't fucking shave them back then. I mean, we're talking like fucking bush upon bush. Right, yeah. He snipped clumps of their pubes from their crotches, kept them cataloged and labeled in envelopes. No. Could you imagine if, like, Danny was like, oh, let me just take a little snippety snip. Let me tell you this. Labeled that shit and put it in a filing cabinet. If I had enough (laughs) pubes available for Danny to cut and put it in an envelope, then I am not doing my job as a wife. Then you're fucking, yeah. If I have that much. If this is 1930, then fucking send me to the future. Oh, my God. That was so fun. Oh, yeah. So this weird ass. Wait. Oh. Alistair Crawley. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm not even going to read his because he's fucking sick. But that was so much fun. Well, I think I have one more to share with you. <gasps> oh, I feel like you've been saving the best for last. Yeah. And it's not him. Not. Okay. He looked like That's Edward a white dude wearing a an Egyptian pharaoh hat. Well, the one that I just passed was Edward the Seventh, and he had a sex chair maid. He was the oldest son of sex chair maid. Yeah, in fact, it's in the it's in uh, one of the big museums in Britain. He had a sex chair maid. He was the oldest son of Queen Victoria, and Albert. Okay. His, he, when he was growing up, he was Bertie. Now he's he was like Edward the Seventh or some shit, and uh, he. <laughs> He uh, was so kinky with prostitutes and shit that he had a sex chair made that was like perfect for positioning one person on the top of the chair and one on the bottom so he could fuck two people at once. Yeah, he got caught in his first scandal at 16. With a with a prostitute and open to that. His dad like not as royals. His dad dragged him (laughs) out of the like the whorehouse and was like, "What the fuck." Yeah. I mean, you're still going to be king, but what the fuck? So, this is the one that I'm saving for last. Okay. That's a dude? Yeah, that is... In the picture? Yeah. He looks like a, a lady. Okay, so this is the biblical king who had relations with his wife corpse for years. Well, that's fucking disgusting. Get ready for Herod the Great, who lived from 74 BC to circa 1 AD. He's best known from the New Testament as the king who ordered the massacre of the innocents when Jesus was born. So. So he's probably Satan himself. So here we go. Herod also carried out massive building projects, including the Second Temple in Jerusalem and the Fortress of Masada, both of which featured prominently in the Great Jewish Revolt decades after his death. Less commonly known about Herod is that he was also a pervert. A per- <laughs> pervert. <laughs> he he is was a pervert. He is a pervert, y'all. He it. was a pervert of the ickiest kind, which is kind of a childish word. That is, icky is definitely childish. Right. Herod did not inherit the throne, but ascended it by marry- marrying Maria Mne. Maria Right, I did not Mary-yamne. read. Right, Mary-yamne. I am not religious, and I did not read the Bible. One of the last surviving heirs of Judea's Hasmonean dynasty. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons that Hasmoneans were, if I'm butchering that, I apologize. Like I said, I didn't read the Bible. Were so few <laughs> on the ground. 
was that Harrod and his relatives had murdered them. Understandably, Mariam, whoever her name is. <laughs> we're just going to call her Mary. Mariamne. Yeah. Found it difficult to love a hubby, because that's the word they used. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. author. Uh, who had murdered so many of her kin. By contrast, Harrod was crazy about Mariamne, who was a great beauty. However, when Harrod discovered that she had been plotting against him with two of their sons, love did not stop him from having her and their offspring executed. He then plunged into a deep depression and was unbearable to let her go, literally. According to the Talmud, Harrod had her corpse preserved in honey and kept fulfilling his animalistic desires with the cadaver for seven years. Seven years? Gross. So That's like rotten corpse. That necrophilia, part. yo, I mean, it doesn't, aside from fucking children, necrophilia is just the worst. So, yeah. Necrophilia is fucking gross. Mm. I've read stories of necrophilia and they always shock me. Well, yeah, you're But I'd still rather you be doing, yeah. I mean, like you said, like, other than, like, children, that's the next worst. Mm -hmm. Like, children's the worst, for sure. Yeah, but then there's necrophilia, which is almost tied, but just below. Yeah. Because that's... It's just below, but at the same time, you're like, that person's fucking nuts. What are they going to do next? Why are you fucking a dead person? Right. What would... Ugh. Well, ew. God, ugh. I mean, so... After seven years, there's no soft tissue. So, what... I mean, if it's exposed to air and light and all that shit, like... Oh, Yeah. The right. fact that I even am thinking about that is pretty disgusting. But <laughs> <laughs> I just—he was that obsessed with his wife, though, I, so he. But he fucking killed her and then kept fucking. He convinced. He probably killed her and regretted the shit out of it and had all these mental issues about it, and he just pictured her alive, I guess, while he was doing that. Which I is mean, so I wouldn't sick. even be able to be in the same room with a corpse, let alone no, Mm-mm. especially after. I mean, funeral, after you bam, you gotta them? go. Yeah. Oh my god! Right? No, it's so disgusting. So I, I don't mean, mean to laugh. I sound like a psycho. No, I know. It's like a nervous. It's thing. like crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, twatties, I hope that you were entertained by my stories as I was when I first read them. Because <laughs> that was good. Holy I shit. That I mean, she told me some shit that I would have never expected. Yeah. Because all these people, you just. Are supposed to look up to right, and when and you learn about these people, like, you don't. You know, they were all fucking perverts. Every yeah, one of you're them. You're taught. You know, when you're taught about these people, you're taught about the things that they, uh, the things that they brought to society. The reason, right. you know, the reason that they're part of the history books. You're not told about their fucked up perversions, and what they did to people, or you know, the nastiness, you know, behind the curtain. Yeah. So when I find things like this, especially because I love history and I love crime and I love like fucked up things. I mean, I don't like them, but they, you know, I you love, want to hear them. I like they already the, happened. So you might as well tell me. I like the other side of history, the stuff that's not in the books. Yeah. That's no, what really grabs yeah. me. Yeah. So I like 
finding stuff on people that you're like, oh, yeah, I remember learning about that person. And then you find something else out about them and you're like, holy shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, you know, I found this article. And like I said, I don't know how much of it's true, but I know at least some of it is derived from truth. Um, and I just found the article really interesting. And, you know, I just hope you were as entertained by it as I was. I was. This was. It definitely caught me off guard. Because, like I said, you just put these people on a pedestal because you learn about them. Right. And you think that you don't think. Great people. Yeah, you don't think much about them. But really. When you humanize them. Yeah. Humanizing them. Monsters. Yeah. And not all of them, but I would like like to humanize all of them, even if they aren't monsters, just to be like, oh my God, okay, they were real people. You know what I mean? Real issues, real problems. And these ones were a little hard to swallow, but... Right, um, right. I don't know. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. I write twatty pies. Hope you guys enjoyed it too. Catch you next time. All right, guys, at this time, our episode must come to an end. Um, I already miss us. Do you guys miss us? I hope so. I hope so, too. And we just want to say to everyone, welcome, welcome to, to the, the twat, twat team. And if you didn't like what you heard, then you're still a twat. So you're still part of the twat team, whether you like it or not. So welcome. And if you did like what you heard, and we hope you do, Thank you so much for listening, and if you would leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to, that really will help us grow our podcast faster. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys. Catch, Catch you next time. The boogeyman is gone now.